up right now. <laughs> Still getting used to talking into a microphone because it's been three months now, but we're back better than ever, bigger than ever, and today I'm talking to the biggest dude in my arsenal. I guess that's what we're going to call you. <laughs> The, the biggest, biggest dude, dude in my arsenal. Oh, boy. <laughs> the biggest dude in my arsenal. Um, because Jeff Storms is probably the biggest dude in our arsenal. Yeah, actually, you know, because you didn't say it yourself. He, he's stronger than you. Oh, and yeah. That took a lot to oh, say, he, too. He, he's got me beat all day. So, anyways, so who we have here today is Vrango. What, what name you want to use? Uh, just Chaz. Big just Chaz? Yeah, all right, I'm today we have cheap. just Chaz. <laughs> this is going to be a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Chaz. Not All right, Chaz, or call me that. So yeah, just what's up, just Chaz. So anyways, Cliff notes. Chaz is a car, longtime car enthusiast. Uh, right now we are recording in his shop in Maple Grove at Nutra Shop, which is a supplement shop filled with all the goodies to make you feel better, stronger, and faster. Uh, you should use that as your slogan, I guess. But um, yeah, better, stronger, faster, healthier. Something like that. Healthier. Yeah, we'll pretend. Um, this is all just snake oil. Um, but. <laughs> all right, so just so people get an idea, because this is a car podcast right off the gate. I mean, you can get into all of everything later, but right out of the gate, let's talk cars. What got you into cars? What cars do you have right now? But before that, let's start. What was your first car? We have to start with that. Oh, God, like high school or post-high school? Uh, let, let's do high school. Oh, fuck, dude. I had a 1998 five-speed Jetta Wolfsburg edition, kind of like okay. the one from Jesse. And Fast and the Furious, the original, literally, okay. mine was white, five-speed manual, had the brake rotors on it, okay. and the calipers, so it, was, it, was, it, it stopped. So okay. that was my first car, and I actually got my first speeding ticket in that car, too. What was your speeding ticket? Uh, I got a 104 and a 65 at, six, at, and a 65. Six, at 16 years old. <clears throat> not bad, not bad. Yeah, so that was my first time in handcuffs. It was really weird. <laughs> you got into handcuffs? Yeah, that? yeah, the cop tried to scare me. Yep, it tried worked. Scary. It kind worked? Kind of. Not really. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> well, based off of recent events, um, but because uh, you're a good, you're a great driver. Yeah, kilometers per hour, at Mexico. Um, but all right. So we started with a Jetta. How many cars have you had since then? Throughout the years. Because right now you're 64. You're an old man now. You've had a lot of cars. <laughs> I mean, fuck. From 18 to now, I, I don't know. It's got to be upwards of close to 40. Close to 40. Okay. I mean, it, it's got to be pretty, pretty fucking close to 40. Okay. I mean, you've had a number of, like, dailies in there, too, but you've had a number of fun cars. Like, right here in your shop, we have, what, one, two, three, five, what's that, five? Yep, two STIs, two Evos, Mark V Supra, currently have a uh, C7Z06, and a M5 CS. CS Comp, or how, okay, what's the technical name? Because I always mess that one up. It's a CS. Uh, I mean, technically, CS, I believe, stands for, uh, for my understanding <laughs> with all the BMW guys, is uh, Competition Sport. Okay. Because the one that you had before was also an M5CS, right? Nope. The one I had before was just an M5 Comp. Oh, M5 Comp. Yeah. Okay, so, so that's where I'm getting the difference. Because I, I never cared enough to look into the specifics of it. I just knew that this one had a CS, this one had a Comp, and some mixture of that. So so that is by far the fastest stock car you've had, right? Out the gate, yeah. Out the gate. Yep, out the gate. Because the Z06, I bought bone stock. And, I mean, that was fast, but that was like that was like a different type of drive. Right. You know, the CS is just, it's kind of stupid, to be completely honest. Like, oh, completely. For what it is. I mean, it's a four-door well, four sedan. Yeah, yeah. four-door sedan. It does a fucking zero to 60 time in like 2.7, 2.8 seconds. It's, 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 it's fucked. All right. Just wanted to make sure that, okay, I may have overdone that. All right. Please hold. All right. 
<coughs> this is the part where I do a lot of cutting just to fix my fuck-ups. <laughs> I was about to say, I try to fix the gear. Yeah, your fuck-ups, they stay there um, for the world to see. But, uh, <coughs> all right. You mean here. But you've had a number of... Mo- have, you, have you had any cars in the four-figure horsepower range? Nope, nope. That's my goal, though. I, uh, it's pretty much why I bought the Z06, is the goal was to build that sucker to, to four digits. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like I haven't quite got to the four-digit range, and... That is the end goal to find to finally get something to, to afford it. Whether it's a GTR, Z06, fuck, I don't even know what else I'd get. It'd be a GTR or a Z06 to four digits. Seems like those are the kind of you know. Ones a Porsche just came up for sale, uh, thousand horsepower Porsche. Oh, 911 Turbo S. Yeah, I mean, like forget, uh, I think Sissio, Sissio's got a bunch of thousand horsepower plus Turbo S builds that they can do now, and. You know, I haven't quite made made it yet to that point where I can afford to do that, but soon enough, like Z06, like I can afford to do a four-digit Z06. Yeah, Z- four-digit Z06s aren't too hard to do. No, just, no. Just bigger blower. Yeah, bigger blower, build the top end a little bit, and see what happens. Because right now you got, what, 650 wheel in that? Yeah, it's about 640 wheel... 680 wheel torque so i mean it's it's quick for what it is i mean i love that car that car is a blast to fucking drive well you were you're one of the crown rally ogs too aren't you because you've been on the first few i mean you've been on almost all of them haven't you nope i took a break for a few <clears throat> years so 2016 was the first year to crown i think it was like their second rally okay from my understanding and a good buddy my tony got me into it and i first did that rally my very first rally I did that in an evo 10 and that's pretty much what got me addicted to wanting to buy something faster, get something faster and faster, because trying to keep up with uh, that whole group in an Evo 10 sucked. I mean, I was, I was the definition of slow. Were you putting any power down in the Evo? Or? Just like 400. <laughs> okay. So, not much. Because the, the, the 10 isn't necessarily a light car, either. It's not, it's not like its predecessors, which are light as hell. No. Yeah, because that's got to be at least, what, a 3,600-pound car? Yeah, I think it's, like, right around, like, 3,400 to 3,600. So, I mean, it's, it's much heavier. So, but, I mean, like, you know, I think they, they kind of did that, that point system back then, too. So, like, or not point system, but, like, time. So, they gave us these little time cards for each checkpoint. Right, so, right, like, right. I don't know. I think me and my buddy Wayne, he had an Evo 9 that we were running. We run most of the rally together. And I don't know. I think we, we placed in, like, the top 20. Jeez. You know, I mean, we were cooking as – we were topped out probably – 60-70% of that rally as fast as we could fucking go. <laughs> I mean, just, just holding fucking red line. You're the reason that they started saying a rally's not a race. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're one of them, you know. We, we, we held it for the back rows, though. Highways, gotta be a little responsible on highways. Can't be too fucking stupid. Right, to a degree. Yeah, also, to, a, to, a, to a degree. Up, my brother will be here at some point, so he'll probably... Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm not sure when, but... Probably. I mean, I guess just, just wait for a knock on the door. <laughs> yeah, he'll probably no. He'll probably like start bashing that door. He'll probably put a hole in it. Um, all right. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, all these. Yeah, it's hard to see you because I, I. When did I meet you? You guys had the Supra when I met you. So I don't. I never met you as like the Subaru guy or the the Subaru you hate or the. Evo I mean, technically, or... I had a I had an STI <laughs> when we had the Mark V Supra. Right. I had a 2020 STI. Originally bought it as a daily. Of course, that never fucking. Happen. That no, never happens. No, no, fuck no. I mean, Matt Performance ended up wanting to do some test fitting and some parts. Ended up getting a good handful of just simple, simple bolt-on parts from them, and then I said fuck it, and I ended up doing full bolt-on Z85 flex fuel, and fuck, it was still slow. So I ended up parting the bitch out, traded that bitch in for an M5 competition. Yeah. So it was a, kind of a big jump, you know. I didn't really. I just kind of went from basically you know, slow to fast. 
it is, it is a big jump. Uh, and all cars are slow to me now. That, like I, I, for the 17th time in a row, I'm always gonna bring up that Viper because like now, like for example, my little itty bitty Golf, you know, stage three basically, it, it zips, you've been in it. it. It's a zippy little car, but three years ago, that would have been fast to me. Now it's just like, all right, cool, it's a daily. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel the same way. I mean, um, good, another good buddy of mine, AJ, he took me for a ride in his uh, four-digit GTR did a rolling anti like roll, forty roll on the highway with me yep. and my and my fiance and, and I was like, holy fuck! So pretty much after that, even my even my M5 felt slow. Right, because that was just a I was I was just like, oh okay, well fuck, I'm I'm slow. I mean, having six hundred horsepower, seven hundred horsepower. It's humbling, dude. <laughs> it's like, oh god, I was like, how do I get to this point? How do I how do I reach a four digit car? Yeah, we might have a, a couple or a few four digit cars going on the rally. We'll see. Uh, I'm talking to one guy right now. He's uh, he's building a multiple of his cars. He might have a four-digit Supra and a four-digit GTR. Mark but, uh, four Supra or Mark five? Mark four. Uh, oh shit! That one was supposed to be a secret. <laughs> well, I don't know which guy. I don't even know the guy's name. I've never met him. Don't ever heard of him. Never even uh, seen the car. Well, either way, I don't he, believe he'll be coming. Uh, just scheduling doesn't work out, unfortunately. Uh, that that seems to be a problem, dude. Some a lot of the Venom people. Uh, a good bit of them are carrying over, but <laughs> but again, like you know, it's hard, you know, to get the like you even see it with Crown Rally, like not everybody goes every year, like some people nope. take an off year or two years, you know, so uh, that's why we'll see. We got actually, I'm having a decent amount of previous Venom people buying tickets right now, mm. which is nice. I but, mean, shit, technically, I mean, I'm looking at probably taking a seat this year from Crown. Right, you know, just if just... you end up doing north, it's like a fifty-fifty shot that I'll I'll join you on that. Yeah, I mean, if I do north, I mean, the only thing that's like sucks about north is, I mean, it's obviously not as extravagant as west or south by any means. Well, I mean, yeah, because those are their top-tier rallies. I mean, at the end of the day, like north is just kind of like it's their entry-level rally. That's all. There Pretty is to much. It. I mean, and fucking Wisconsin hates hates us. I mean, yeah, the fact <laughs> of the matter that they bring on Cessnas and copters, fucking for us. Yeah, that's what my worries. Because for our north rally, we're gonna be going through uh through a good chunk of Wisconsin. Because we got you know day one ends in Chicago, so yep. <laughs> so we'll be seeing a lot of that. Yeah, Wisconsin, I don't think is really too fond of us uh, flying on ninety four and all those back roads. I mean, they're, the back roads aren't nearly as bad as like the main highway for sure. No, 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 no. They definitely wait for you on those main highways because you do gotta end up crossing some of those main highways every once in a while to get. Oh to yeah, the like next. that last hour of Chicago. Or yeah, to Chicago rather. Yeah, so pretty much that's where you just dial it back as much as you don't want to. You're better off doing it unless you just but want to But you get those guys that do it anyway. Like, oh, I've heard it. so many stories. From every rally, it's not even just Crown. Every single rally has those guys that will do a 200-mile-an-hour run on I-94. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm guilty of it, too. I mean, oh, I'm guilty I, I, of it, yeah, too. I've, I've hit the highway <laughs> and, and just cooked ass and cruised at 140, 150, 160, yeah. whatever. You cooking ass, Chase? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, straight cooking ass. It ain't oh. that kind of podcast, homie. <laughs> oh, man, what the, what the fuck I signed up for then? <laughs> oh, man. Right, I know you be cooking ass most of the day. Hey. <laughs> Sitting in that chair all day. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man, I just held one in just for you guys. Yeah, nobody does protein Wait, sy- synthesis better than Chase. Nope. nope. If that shows up on the microphone, I will strangle you. <laughs> <laughs> No, I went away, man. I retreated. It's fine. I held it in. I was just like, hmm. But no, uh, like we were talking before the show, dude, we got uh, we got to get Tony and Benny on this one day. So based off how this episode goes, I mean, because again, I'm doing some new audio stuff on this one, so hopefully it comes off clean enough. Um, but we'll see, dude. It'd be funny to get a big group together, because that would be, that'd be some, 
yeah. I feel like you need some more microphones if you're gonna do Tony and Batty Mac. Cause this is gonna be all over the place. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, not not because I need, cause like right now we're just talking off of one microphone. Yeah. Uh, cause I'm trying a new setup, but I think we just need multiple microphones cause some stuff might get thrown. I feel. <laughs> I don't know. Based off of what you told me. <laughs> I think it'd be a fun conversation, just depending on whatever topics we talk about, especially if it's about cars. I mean, it's going to be back and forth with Dude, stuff. Dude, you know who I had a blast with talking to the other day? I was at JWP's shop. We were checking out Eric's GTR, because that's getting bagged right now, and multiple other things. And Dude, that's not a secret? No, it's good. That one's not a secret, technically, because we're going to be doing a video next week anyway. Um, plus, yeah, I mean, it's not it's not like a huge secret. Like I, I, Some things I just kind of like to put under the radar for a while, but... Who knows when I'll drop this podcast? It'll probably be in the next day or the next year. Um, just I was gonna say, just add, just edit that part out, you know. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that said, uh, yeah, dude, like we were chilling at a shop for I think we were like there like two and a half hours. Like we brought them pizzas, dude, and we were just chilling. Like just that's the thing. Like we don't have to record it all the time. Like it's just shooting to shit. Whenever you go to somebody's shop or you know whatever your supplement shop, like I I'm basically an employee here. I spend 15 hours a week here. I mean, this is some slave labor going on here, dude. Yeah, I was about to say, he goes and gets my signs for me and everything. I'm yeah. Like, hey, I'll have to grab the signs today, though, because didn't, I didn't help you close. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. I had my employee do that. Especially as it's cold as shit out. Yeah, dude. So, okay, let's talk about which, what else you've done in the car community. Because right now we're, we're about to enter the next round of the body transformation challenge. Uh, by the time this podcast drops, it would have already started, most likely. Uh, or it will be too late to join, rather. But one thing that we have going on in the car community is we have like about 20, 30 car people in a group where we do this body transformation. Over the course of 90 days, we kind of just basically try to change for the better. It's like a New Year's resolution, but with some homies, um, but quarterly as well. <laughs> so that said, uh, you've been a huge aspect, obviously, in my success, but also with other uh, car people within the community. I mean, how, how, where's the correlation between cars and fitness is what I'm getting at here. I don't know, man. Pretty much, it's it's it's. I don't know. Just those are my two main hobbies: fitness, working out, living a healthy lifestyle, and then cars. I mean, cars are kind of the 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 bridge to how I've met a lot of my friends that I have now, and fitness just kind of comes along with my lifestyle and hobbies. And then some of those friends just want to pick up on it and see if there's anything that I can do to to help them. Right. You know, just I don't whatever I can do. You know, whether it's supplements or helping out with, with some nutrition or trying to teach them out, teach them some new workouts, some just new training techniques, you know, and it's like ever since I took over this business here, I have been focusing more on my, I've been focusing less on my body versus, you know, obviously my goal is to help everyone else to make sure that they can achieve their goals, but I'm trying to still find that healthy balance with cars, the fitness, myself, everyone else, and, you know, I'm pretty much getting to that point. I've been in the, been in the business now for six months, and... Right, you know, in fitness, this particular, in this particular business, forever, I mean, but. fitness industry wise, I've, I've, I've been doing it. I mean, shit, since I was a teenager, technically, because I played sports and everything growing up. So, right, and it's just all kind of correlates together. It works all together. It's just my daily lifestyle, my have my habits, and it's just it's a lot of fucking fun, a lot of fun. I, lo I love trying out new cars. I can never, can never stop not having cars i don't know some days i think about it, I'm like man i should just go buy myself a basic ass daily driver and just chill right. and just and just work on other things but then other days i'm like i'm gonna get so fucking bored so fast and trade that thing in two weeks later oh i mean you dropping shit all the time dude um hey look your brother finally showed up yeah and we have it on a conference mode so you can hot chime in occasionally too if you'd like <laughs> yes you can have some water <laughs> um yeah he's gotta get the water we have a little water cooler here in the in Nutrishop, and uh, 
it's always a good time because it's some fresh, cold, cold tasty head. water. So, um, gotta fresh. be extra about it. But no, okay. So I mean, one of the things, the reason I bring it up is because next season we're throwing around the idea of having some car shows here potentially, uh, right in front of the shop. You know, where people can, of course, get those like itty bitty coupons or come and learn stuff about fitness while also being like because like here's the thing like a good amount of people know they want to be somewhere where they're not sometimes they just don't know they don't have the blueprint to get there and that's kind of what i'm getting at here is that you do you've helped a good amount of people especially in the challenge have success by basically doing what you do here so that's what i'm saying is like if we start hosting car shows or whatever here next season it's just one of those things where you can kind of introduce people to more of that so. Yeah, I mean, even if it's just a little meet where we have, like, I don't even care, 15, 20 cars, we all just hang out, and then all of a sudden people right. come in and... Get a cookie, get a meat stick. Yeah, you know, well, that, you know, we can sample out a bunch of stuff. They can try pretty much whatever they want. You know, I got tons of samples they hand out, or we can make some stuff on the spot, and people can just try things out, see if see if they like it, if they're going to like it, you know, or if they right. want to take some pre-workout while they're sitting in the car B and just get themselves all cracked out. I mean, you know, whatever. It's up, it's all, it's all up to you guys. Dude, people don't understand how much shit I sample here. It is absurd. <laughs> like tons of samples, samples for days. I mean, dude, like I remember the day I came here to try the meat sticks or whatever. I was like, all right, I'll try these two for now. I tried all four. Now, mind you, each meat stick is basically a meal, right? Their first four meat sticks. Each one's like 200 calories, 20 grams of protein. I had four of those, so just by the like, and then I had uh, one of their uh, what was it the supplement or the bars or whatever too oh, so man. 100 grams of protein all within 30 minutes of each other and uh chaz's employees like yeah you're gonna want to drink some water on the way home <laughs> yeah mind you guys that's not the amount of protein you're supposed to eat in one sitting he just got real bored and just wanted to try everything <laughs> yeah, that's my problem dude. i just come here i keep trying stuff but okay well right now you're looking at getting rid of the m5 potentially like you're, you're not in a rush to get rid of it but it isn't a keeper. Like, it is, but it isn't. I'd love to keep it, but, you know, it's that's not really why I bought it. If somebody wants to, wants to come and take it out of my hands, that's, I mean, it's for sale. I mean, essentially, everything's always for sale, but, I mean, the M5CS is for sure for sale, and obviously my end goal is I want a 911 Turbo S. I mean, that's, that's, that's what I want next, and... More or less, just so I can keep up with all my buddies, because everybody else has got a fucking fast-ass car, so i got to keep up somehow. I mean, your car definitely isn't a slouch. I mean, I still haven't gone for a rip in it, but uh, if it's anything like some of the other cars I've been in, I know it's not a slouch based off what you told me. No, she's not a slouch. That thing gets up and goes, especially from the freaking line. I mean, that thing that thing from a standstill. Oh, drive, baby. Yeah, that thing, that thing just goes. I mean, I don't know. I think I looked at some article or something like that, and they said it was like one of the fourth fastest accelerating cars from a standstill out there, and I was just like... Right. It's not too bad. I mean, that's that's a pretty quick car, especially for a big four-door sedan. I mean, that thing's fun as hell to drive. It's actually pretty comfy with those carbon buckets. It's Dude, I was impressed with how comfortable those carbon seats were. Yeah. Dude, I mean, they're, they're not Rolls-Royce by any standard, but... <coughs> oh, they're not even just regular standard M5 competition seats. I mean, they're still relatively comfortable. I mean, obviously, if you're a 350, 400-pound man, eh. It's going to be tight. You know, it's going to be a little tight. It's going to be a little tight, so you might not want to sit in it. Or you're just going to get stuck. Yeah, and well, you don't get stuck. I mean, you're a wide dude. You're a wide load. You don't get stuck in there, right? Damn, everybody. He just called me fat. 
If you guys could see how built this fucking mountain is in front of me, you know I'm not calling him fat. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, work in progress. Work in progress. Dude, that would be a cool shirt. Like a wide load shirt. <laughs> Hey, there we go. Maybe I'll make the next NutraShop shirt. That'll be it'll be wide or load on the back. For people who have large asses, wide load, but on the back of like some yoga pants. There you go, right there. See? Hey, there we go. That's a good idea. That'd be actually kind of funny. Um, oh my god. The amount of people that would buy it would be the equivalent of zero though. Um, yeah, I was about to say, I was about to say, people would be like, oh, they're making fun of everyone. Oh, true. Yeah, I guess you could. You're like, oh, they're calling me fat. Well, then also, for example, like Marina's trainer, uh, Shane, he's freaking huge, dude. Like, you put wide load on that dude. Like, that, not, that it just makes sense. I mean, it makes sense. Like, if you see that guy walking in the gym, you're like, all right, where's the safety truck? Like, we need. <laughs> we're gonna get somebody hurt here. <laughs> where's the fucking flashing light truck that's in front of a button <clears throat> and steering his way in here? Yeah, that, he was a cool dude. I only I briefly talked to him during a Lambo Dad shoot, but. Um, but yeah, chill dude. So, okay, so you used to actually, you were preparing for a bodybuilding co competition back in the day. Um, do you want to share anything about that? Kind of. Well, I mean, obviously I never got to compete in it as much as I would have would have liked to. I don't know. Maybe I would have done really well. Maybe I would have just got absolutely completely fucking destroyed. Who knows? Right. You know, I mean, the, the, you know, the league I was going to compete in was pretty much unnatural. So it's like, and I was technically natural. So like I was like trying to see how... How big I can get my natural state, or how in shape right. I can get my natural state to try to compete at that level. But you know, some circumstances happened, and ended up not being able to compete. So, never know. Depending on how business goes this year and my time goes this year, I might try to get back into it and see what happens. And this time around, I'll probably actually hire a professional bodybuilding coach to walk me through it, give me my food. Like even though I know a lot about the food, but it's it's more about the accountability factor and right. to know like how to compete in that setting versus you gotta get your posing game on point actually that's probably one of the biggest things you actually really gotta learn how to do i mean honestly i think the, 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 oh, it's food, not easy. the no. food and the training is is relatively very very straightforward but i mean trying to pose and do all those weird movements that you have to do that part is probably honestly what would be the toughest you know and i wouldn't do bodybuilding class because they have to do like this whole like performance on stage and I'm not, I'm not all about that. I mean, I'm all about like just going up there, see if I can play, see if I can do well. If I do well, great. If I don't, hey, you know what? I still did it. I still tried it. Got myself in the best shape of my life. And then I can just bring that forward to someone else. Right. It's a good way of looking at it. So the next problem, if you do go that way, is you ain't going to fit in your cars no more. That's the other issue. <laughs> I mean, it all depends on the class I do. I mean, realistically, if I do classic physique... I mean, essentially, I would actually pretty much stay relatively about the same size frame for the most part, but I would just try to basically lean out like a son of a gun, and I mean, relatively, I should be able to still fit just fine. Now, if I did bodybuilding, well, then it would be a tight squeeze. Right. You know, because then I would just try to get as big as, as big and dumb as I possibly can. Just be a full-blown mountain. Yeah, yeah, just be as big as, like, hey, guys, by the way, mountain, I'm not that tall. Yeah, not, not, not the mountain. <laughs> you know, Harris is much taller than I am. I should say Harith. Harith. Dude, that's so funny. So, for reference, because only a certain number of people saw this, what was it, two, three days ago, I went to Chick-fil-A, and they put my name on there as Harith. Mike Tyson must have been working that day. He must have stepped in and Harith. wanted to, you know, take that order. All right, here you go, Harith. You got your chicken for today. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it would be funny if, like, we were talking about this, like, if I got a, a henna tattoo, like a Mike Tyson henna tattoo, walk around the gym with that. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> 
If he gets like if he gets like a hundred views on this thing, he has to get the henna tattoo. Dude, that'd be actually pretty impressive. Uh, just because again, like this is ramping up, you know, getting those platforms built. Like this is long term, right? For example, like uh, for Scylla, like when he first started, granted he had a much bigger following back then, but like you're going back and listening to old episodes from a year or two ago, right? And that's yeah. kind of my goal with this: is a lot of people go back to those first episodes. So as this grows, people will be like, wait, you did a freaking podcast with Chaz Owen? That freaking guy? You know, like, I don't know if they'll act that way. Yeah, who I'm knows? just watching what cars that Jess is just looking at in the background. <laughs> oh, my God. What is that, M4? Oh, jeez. Dude, M4s are rippers. Yeah, I remember Alex's was really fun, though. Sajati's. I thought he had an M3. No, it was a 4. It was a 4, right? Yeah, it was a 4. I, when I drove that thing, when it was like 560 wheel, that thing was fun. Oh. And it had white seats just like that. Hey, maybe that's his old car. No, his old car. Uh, no, it was blue. It was like a really dark, special, custom yeah. blue. <coughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure AJ actually took that in on a trade for something. Oh, probably. Who knows, dude? Yeah. AJ does a lot of. His business has been exploding lately, dude. Well, I mean, it doesn't help me. It helps that the vehicle market is. Ridiculously, and I don't know if I can say that either. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back and cut some of these naughty words, Mr. Chaz is saying. All right. Oh, hey, I feel, well, you know, you, I thought I was supposed to be the potty mouth. <coughs> the society we live in today, dude, it's very. Um, when I get into society, it's yeah, I was so gonna say, it's fucked. It's fucked. Like, there's just nothing to it. Just enjoy your life, have as much fun as you can. Do drugs, kids. Do drugs. No, don't do drugs. All right, don't do know, drugs. You know, Chaz says don't do drugs. You're yeah, you know, go buy some. Go buy some fun cars. Go travel. Go enjoy life. Go start a business. If you're thinking about starting a business, just jump out and do it. Yeah, dude, jump. Yeah. You're gonna fall on your face half the time, but it works out. Yeah, you probably won't make out. a damn thing your first year, two, three, four, five years. Who knows? I mean, realistically, it's all about how you keep at it. If you quit, well, then you're just weak. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. I mean, it, you have to. I mean. It's an accountability thing. Like, weakness is something, it's more so, it's like anything. Like, you're building strength. Like, like, like two years ago, I couldn't walk up the fucking stairs without shaking, right? I had no strength. <laughs> the other day, I did 200 floors just for fun uh, at the gym, you know, just to see if I could do it. You know, you've got to build up to it. So whether it's a business or fitness or whatever, you got to start, you got to ease into it sometimes. It's just an accountability thing at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't think people understand. Like, for example, like, you don't have to have this business but you want to go and take it a step further than most people. I mean, yeah. Is that I a mean, good assumption? I mean, I'd like to just grow this business. I mean, granted, I'm the only nutrition shop in the state of Minnesota, so it's it's more or less I'm trying to – I want to grow this business and hopefully have multiples, and then I would love to entertain out of state and kind of having other stores and fitness locations somewhere else just to kind of keep growing and growing and growing and helping people out. Because that's pretty much at the end of the day what's all about is like I I just I enjoy helping others out. It's it, it brings me joy, it brings me happiness to you know, be able to help someone get to where they that they want to be and encourage them as much as I possibly can instead right. of instead of beating them down and you know call, calling them pieces of shits or fat or whatever. Like it's like, like that's that doesn't help anyone these days. So it's it's all about encouragement, helping them out no matter what. Self talk, helping their helping them out with their own personal self talk. Right. Well, that's the thing. Like. <coughs> Like, a lot of my, the people I talk to nowadays, like, I, I don't have many friends that go really far back, so, like, a lot of people don't see where I was at, like, even three years ago, because, like, right now I just passed my two-year anniversary of, you know, working out at the actual, actual gym, not the home stuff that was, like, meh. Uh, so, like, 
I was obese. Like, I mean, I had no muscle mass whatsoever, right? So that's the thing is, like, yeah. what? He goes, yeah. He goes, yeah, yeah, my brother's agreeing with me in the background, right? Like, okay, what is one word you would use to describe me back then? Not a shit. That, that's not one word. <laughs> that's three. That, that, that's three words. But no, that's the thing. And here's the thing. It, it's not bad to be that. Like, a lot of people are comfortable with that, and that's great. Like, my buddy Eric was explaining that to me. Like, not everybody has to be in shape. And I'm like, yeah, dude, totally, I get it. But it comes to that point, like, for me, right, like, I was always wondering, like, what's wrong with me? First of all, why can't I get women? Well, because <laughs> to get the women I kind of want, I have to look like what they kind of want. So you have to acknowledge that first of all. <laughs> um, and it's been working so far, uh, ideally. Uh, but no, the other thing is, like, if you aren't comfortable about it, well, what are you going to do about it? All right? Because when I send people in here, it's not because I'm, like, picky people out of the street like hey buddy you need to go to the shop and you need to figure your life out i'm not doing that because the people i bring in here they're people who actually genuinely want to change and go a certain direction in life and you got these cool little scanners in here and they could tell you exactly what you need to do what your goals are and then kind of consult with you on it at the end of the day so it's just a matter of where do you want to be a lot of yeah. a lot of people don't care but people like me who do care you know, especially like running rallies, right? Like I remember I was wheezing on Crown Rally. Like three years ago when I did photos, I was running around wheezing because I couldn't like get what I wanted. But now, like the other uh, last year uh, on Venom Rally, I was on top of the mountain sprinting just fine. You know, so that's just one of those things. I, I'm starting to lose my point because I've been talking for too long. So you speak a little bit, Mr. Chez. <laughs> I was just enjoying the ramble a little bit. I was just like, oh, dude, oh. every podcast I get into like a short one or two minute rant, and then I toss it back to you and just throw it back in your face. Well, where were we? Well, because I was trying to elaborate, right? Like, you know, whether people like it's about what you're comfortable with, basically. Like, do you want to be somewhere where you're not today? Oh, I mean, hundred percent. It's not like I'm, my goal is is to basically have the end of the line be sell all my stores for multi-millions of dollars and just go sit on a fucking beach and do absolutely nothing or go whatever. Like, you know, that's not something I want to do. I, I enjoy doing what I do and I want to do it for as long as I possibly can. That's and why. And you got I, a great beach bun. I'll give you, you that. Know, I'll yeah, give you that. You know, and that's why I love, I love health and fitness because it's like, you know, it's, it's a long-term thing. It's, it's not just a, a money thing to kind of get out of it and just also just be able to rake in the dough and just do absolutely nothing with my life like I, right. if, if i wanted to do that i could i could have just not bought the business and just enjoyed life and just do whatever exactly because think of it this so, way like how many people do you come in here daily on average oh shoot probably i don't know 30 to 40 people a day roughly it's probably, probably a pretty good average which i mean there's right. a good amount of people it's a good amount of foot traffic and i don't know maybe out of those 30 people if only 10 of them realistically will get in depth with me on and, and asking questions. Right. You know, some of them are, are used to just grabbing their kind of their basics, basic couple items and, you know, out the door. But, you know, maybe I, mean, I can do even, do even better and start to ask a little bit more questions to them. You know, how are right. things going? Which I do try to do every, with every try customer. To you know, I, I just I don't like, how are things going? Are you stuck anywhere? Need any help with anything? You know, like, what are some of your, your downfalls right now that is, is, is holding you back from basically getting to where you want to be physically and you know that's why i expound a lot on nutrition because you know some people these like we we have such a society of instant gratification everybody wants it today you know, everybody wants that magic pill that's the you know, only i want to there's some magic pills in here don't you worry about that you know and it's <laughs> like but most of these magic pills they're not going to do a damn thing for you unless you're it's willing, not long unless term you're, yeah unless you're willing to put in the work <laughs> if you're not willing to 
eat the right foods, put in the right amount of exercise. I mean, realistically, you could exercise basically zilch if you wanted to, but if you diet and nutrition the right way and supplement where you need to, I mean, you'll get to that healthy standpoint in your life where you where you want to be, you know, to be able to enjoy going into your 60s, 70s, and 80s and be still healthy, you know, enjoying your grandkids and your kids or whatever. I mean, that's realistically the end goal, to be able to be around for your family as long as possible. You know, so... You know what breaks my heart is the other... So I'm in a Viper group, right? And one of the guys in there... I, again, I don't know his story. I don't even know who the guy is. I just saw quickly, like, you know, he's selling his Viper because he, he had a stroke. You know, and that's one of those things where health and cars, again, kind of goes hand in hand, right? Because, you know, a lot of people in the car community, like, for example, like, your knee hurts or whatever every so often, so driving a manual can suck or whatever. Uh, so that's why you take, like, CBD gummies or whatever, whatever the case is. Like, that's kind of where it goes hand in hand, where you are you know, working on your cars, driving your cars, you know, it can be an aspect of your health. Like, I don't know, just another connection that just kind of comes out. I had another rant planned, don't worry. But Oh, no, I mean, you're totally right. I mean, literally, I mean, if you're unhealthy and you're way overweight and you're struggling with certain things, I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, you... I know a lot of people that bitch about driving manuals. Like, they used to love them, but now it's like... Uh, like their knees hurt or whatever, or they're getting older or whatever the case is. Like that body maintenance starts to break down. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's too bad to see. And you know, I mean, it's it's. I mean, that's the point I don't want to get to because, like, say even my stepdad. My stepdad's got a ton of issues, uh, physically, and he has it all in his power to be able to get himself into shape, but he just doesn't want to. You know, he does, but he then he complains about when he rides his bikes or tries to drive a car, drive a man, drive the, they have a Challenger that's a manual and he can't drive it because his knee hurts or right. his shoulder hurts from shifting. I mean, little small things that are all within his control and his power, but the fact of the matter that it's, it's, it's complaining about it or doing something about it. And it definitely, it seems like most of this world could just would rather complain about it and not do a damn thing. And that's what it comes down to. But, like, the reason I ask how many people do you have coming in here every day, you know, like, if you have 10 meaningful conversations a day, just a little bit, you have to realize, like, not everybody's going to be someone like me where they're going to bring somebody new every single week in here. But, again, you're having an impact on those lives. Like, you, let's be realistic, in the next year, you could potentially touch a million lives. Sure, 10 people a day, what's that, 300 a month or whatever, meaningful conversations, times 12, we're at, I don't know, 3,500. But what about each one of those people those people talk to? Let's say Stacy or Karen or whatever. They have a fantastic transformation. Well, they're going to see two or three of their friends. And, you know, it spreads. It's a virus, but in a good way, if that makes any sense. Oh, no, for sure. So that's the kind of impact you can have with those meaningful conversations. Yeah, and that's why I think it's it's like, you know, I'm not here to sit here and just upsell a bunch of supplements and no. really give you a bunch of junk. Like, I'd rather talk to you about your nutrition and see what I can do and then we supplement where we need to. You know, like if you need some greens, like okay, well, take drink some super greens if you're not gonna be if you're just absolutely not gonna eat your veggies. I mean, right, I mean, that's me. You yeah. know, literally, if that's the case, then you know, then that's where you supplement second. But I mean, obviously, I try to touch nutrition first, where I can try to help someone change their change their habits. You know, just by talking to me, and they don't even not even care if they buy anything. Right. But as long as like they start to, you know, change their nutrition and come into me for meal meal advice and nutrition advice, then we can at least start to see where that goes if they start to doing it they start to see results and start to change i mean yeah then they pass that along momentum something then, snaps within them and they're you know they do get addicted yeah then they That's pass that yeah, <laughs> and they pass it along to their their family members their friends and then they start asking like well how'd you drop 50 pounds oh man i actually started working with this dude at nutri shop 
Right. He's like, he just, he basically just talked me through all of it. I checked in with him, you know, every other week. And every, I filled him in on what I was doing, where I was going, what I was struggling with. And we just continually adjusted things and changed things up. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a domino effect. I mean, right. essentially, it's a domino effect. It is. It really is. I mean, you're so, talking to two fat kids right here. Like, me and my brother, we were both, I mean, I don't know, between the two of us who had a higher body fat, you know, percentage, but we were both insanely out of shape, you know. And, I mean, you know, what did you do? What was the first thing that you cut out? Soda, right? That was the biggest thing. So I like the bullshit chips and just like the snacks, like on a yeah, certain. Yeah, all the problem. I hear how you yell when all you All the processed games. foods. You're I on mean, the microphone now, baby. Let's do so it. Tired. Yeah, I mean, literally yeah. all, all the processed foods, and, yeah, yeah. and that's like, that's like one of the first things I go with people is like, let's cut out pop, let's cut out, let's cut out processed foods, let's Dude, cut out processed sugar. That's the sugars. easiest step you could take is and cutting out just. Not even all processed sugar. Like, I still eat ketchup. Ketchup was my kryptonite for a while. I mean, they got organic ketchup. Doesn't they taste do. Quite as, started... It doesn't taste quite as good as the real thing, but you know what? It's right. a step in the right direction instead of, you know, eating all this eating all this shit. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, me as a, you know, I kind of, I do view myself as, a, you know, someone as a fitness professional and um, whatnot. I don't know everything. You are? You know, <laughs> I, by, I by means don't know the answer to every freaking question. I really don't. But guess what? If you ask me something I don't know, I'm going to research it and figure it out. Yeah, you'll try put to, the hours and try, to, try to find out what is going to work best. Um, shit, where was I going with this? Well, I'll just give you a direction. <laughs> uh, Sorry, no. guys. I fucked up. <laughs> but no, you you know, you're just, you're, you, I mean, everything that comes in here, you sample it. Like, I've seen you. Oh, I remember. Me. Oh, there we go. Interrupt me. All right, let's see. Yeah, I don't interrupt your ass. No, I remember, <laughs> but it's like me, you know, like I said, I view myself as principal, but it's like, you know, I, I still go out and indulge and enjoy shit. Oh, yeah. We just you know, I mean, it's Lotus. like, you know, we just went to Lotus Maple Grove and granted, I had chicken and rice from a Vietnamese restaurant, but whatever, it but it's not like, you know, my, my usual chicken and rice that I eat. It's it's definitely outside of it. It's probably high as shit in sodium. It's probably high as shit in fat. It's high as shit, you know. Probably some sugar from the from the sauce and whatnot. Right. But hey, I, I, you it's still, still chicken. Yeah, you rice. still gotta go out and enjoy, you know, some foods. And I think sometimes people get that misconception, like, oh man, I can't have I can't have a donut. It's like, dude, okay, like, well you've yeah. been eating perfect what ninety percent of the time. Go have a freaking donut. Like, go enjoy it. It's, right. It's, don't it's, ruin your progress. Yeah. Like, Cheat but, a little here. Yeah, and there. yeah. Don't go eat freaking like twelve of them all at one sitting. You know, go have. Dude, like me and Marina when we went and grabbed those donuts for go karting. I think she smashed like three or four that day, but she planned for it, right? Because she's a professional bodybuilder. Like she yeah. is a professional, uh, so like she is able to account for that and be like, all right, well, I could smash four donuts right now. Like, well, plus <laughs> that's gotta, not her voice. Plus, plus, well, yeah, yeah. Don't let's not let's not let her hear that. Well, plus, if you think about it too, it's like when you get to that level, guess what? You've gotten to the, you basically essentially want to say like you made it, but that's at the point once you get to that, once you get your body to that point, you can go indulge yourself, you know, once in a while like that and be able to enjoy it and it's not going to completely just fuck everything. Because so many people, and I, I was talking about this uh, with one of the other upcoming uh, people in the uh, 90 day challenge the other day. I'm like, listen, dude, you're going to fail. Like, I'm not going to like tell you right now, you're going to fail. I don't care how dedicated you are. You're, if you you're gonna fail one in twenty days at least, but the thing is, is you have to give yourself uh, permission to fail and get back up at the end of the time. Because like you know, even the last challenge when I, I mean when I tied for first place, like, what you think I was eating clean the whole time? No, you know. But I still. Now you came to me with like three and a half weeks, and you're like, hey, I gotta win this challenge, and you, I was like, oh, well, when's it end? And you're like, I was like, oh god, I was, three and a half. I, weeks. I was like, all right, here we go. Here's your food. You're gonna eat this much every single day. Here's your protein content. Here's blah 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 blah. Here's all your macros. 
eat this every day, take these couple supplements to basically just kind of aid a little bit and to kind of like help you speed that process up a little bit. And then, and then all of a sudden I got a message also that you won. I was like, oh. Right, exactly. Because well, like, and here's the thing. If I, first of all, no, I think we were, I was six weeks out and I was contemplating, like you were giving me some advice. And then it was like four weeks out and I wanted to dial it in. I'm like, all right, it's game time, baby. And the last three weeks I lost like 12 pounds or whatever. Uh, but the thing is, is, uh, and I did lose three pounds of muscle in the last couple weeks, you know, just because I did these scans or whatever. And that was solely because, again, I didn't have nutrition dialed in. If I had a higher protein intake there, I would have been completely fine. I, there was a lot of days where I would be doing, like, two-a-day workouts. You know, like that day I ran six miles, three days before the challenge ended. Uh, like, and there weren't that three pounds of muscle. Yeah, that probably was <laughs> a bad workout, to be honest. <laughs> but if I had a high enough protein content, if I had my nutrition dialed in, that probably would have been a game changer if i just did that two weeks earlier and did it more consistently i'm telling you i would have smoked everyone i wouldn't have even been a tie yeah i mean that's and that's another thing why i'm looking forward to going to this challenge because for one i think it's going to be a lot more competitive this next round. oh it's going to be insane and and like you know my lady jess and i i mean we're literally actually we're going to dial in food 100 percent. like i already got my macro count of what i was supposed to do i have the exact numbers i'm supposed to eat and i'm going to stick to that and through 90 days i might have one cheat meal through that 90 days Bullshit. Um, no, no, not bullshit right because literally <laughs> the only time I'll probably have a cheat meal is like if we're when we're going to Texas 2K and then potentially like when we go to Miami. So maybe two. Yeah. It, it all depends because we're already her, looking for gyms in Houston. Well, because, yeah, like, well, like even, even now, we, in Texas, we're in Texas 2K in Houston, there's a bunch of meal prep places where you can literally go pick up a bunch of food, bring it to the house, and or... That's actually not a bad idea. Well, that's why we're trying to find a house is because then you can literally just, you can go pick up some food. So it's like, even when you're on vacation, my point to this, like, you go on vacation, you can still eat healthy on vacation. Yeah, it's you know, not hard like, at all. Don't get me wrong, like, maybe on that vacation... Well, I shouldn't say that. Go out and enjoy a nice dinner with the wife or something like that, or whoever you're with. Go out and enjoy some nice food, but it's like, you know, you can't eat healthy on a vacation. You can be conscientious on everything you're going to a restaurant and what you're eating. It's, 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 it ends up like when you do it long enough, it just becomes like natural habit to, to your, to your mind. So we go out to eat and all of a sudden, like when I look at the menu, I'm pretty much looking for trying to find someone that's got a good protein, a good carb. And I usually, if they don't have veggies with it, I ask for a freaking side serving of broccoli or something like that, or whatever they got. Right, right, right. You know, so it's like, it's, and guess what? It still tastes phenomenal, but I'm still, for the most part, within where I'm supposed to eat. Dude, so, what most people don't get, and I was explaining this to someone the other day. It's kind of turned into a fitness podcast a little bit. No, now, it's whatever. Funny. Well, here's the thing. I mean, I introduced you with cars. We'll come back to cars a little bit here in a second, but uh, at the end of the day, you know, it's about what you do. I mean, we can't. Listen, if I wanted to talk specifics of cars all day, I'll do that with somebody like, for example, like John, who has a shop. He is he works on his own cars, and he does. You know, if we want to get into the nitty gritty, and I could hold that conversation. But for you, it's cars and fitness. So I mean, you don't have to worry about it being a fitness. No, yeah, podcast. it's all about cars and fitness for me. I mean, that's the lifestyle, that, that, and, and that's who you are at the end of the day. You know, it's like people always. You know, most of my customers all know like when they see my cars out there, and what I what I do kind of like about this about like the reason why I say that is like oh I have these nice cars and I, I'm sure like some customers have this this perception that I'm super wealthy or the shop's doing super well or nothing like I that but it's, it's very like, few though it is very few and some of them don't say anything but like some will comment you know I was like BMW out there whatever and you know when I tell them it's like you know I'm a car junkie you know it's like I I, I call myself car broke like you know right because that's where your passions I, yeah, are yeah like you know I still got my bills all covered I still have money in the bank to where I can take go on vacations and go have fun, you know, but it's like at the end of the day, like my money goes towards my business. 
some towards my livelihood and the rest towards cars. So it's, right. it's like, you know, I have a, I have a balance of what I'd like to do. And, you know, the CS might've been a little bit of a stretch for me, but in the end of the day, I worked hard enough to be able to get to that point to get something like that. Right. It's not like you're sitting back on the beach right now. I mean, you're still kicking ass to be able to drive the CS. I mean, it's not going to get reboot anytime soon. I think we're fine there. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm fine there. I mean, I'm not worried about it. And it's like, you know, I still got my C7 vet, my Z06 that's sitting in storage at a buddy's house. Guess what? You know I mean? Yeah, sure. I got a couple car payments, but you know what? It's at the end of the day, am I happy? Yeah. Am I struggling? No. You know, am I stressed out or nothing like that? I mean, not really. I mean, I'm doing my stress. Not stre- often. My, no, not often. My stresses are just making sure my customers are happy. My business is, is, is thriving and doing well. And that, you know, that's pretty much what it comes down to. You yeah. Know? You're not stressed out enough to put your head through the wall into the next door sushi place or whatever. No. Not, dude, imagine them just cooking yeah, something. Just, just, hey, how are y'all? <laughs> <laughs> Can I have sweet potato roll? Wait, is that bad? Can I do that? <laughs> Your call. You can text me on the way home. I need this, this, and this edited out I was immediately. Like, I was like, I feel like I have a lot of Asian friends, so. I think it flies. I think it flies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the pass, right? Plus, worst case scenario, you just pull the native card. <laughs> I don't know if that's a card. I don't know if that is. But. I don't know. It's like, I'm off race. doesn't matter. Oh, oh, oh. I, that's all I got. It depends on the My person. cards are empty. Dude, like, when I'm swiping to, like, Tinder, which I shouldn't even be on there at this point, but you just see these people, like, they're just, like, virtue signaling. Like, they'll be putting, like, Hey, if you ask me, though, man, I, you can't trust half those pictures, dude. Have you seen some of these freaking filters? Dude. Oh, my God. They'll make them look from, like, all of a sudden, like, a four, and all of a sudden, they'll put this filter on. All of a sudden, they're a nine. And you're like, you're like, oh, she's hot. And all of a sudden, you see her in life, you're like, damn. Yeah, you you're like, oh, like false dude, advertisement. Like the other day, I was swiping in front of somebody. I was like showing them like how stupid Tinder is, and I was swiping through like, whoa, whoa, slow down. I'm like, what? I've already judged them in half a second. I can see that she is a coke fiend. Um, you know, like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, like that's a filter. Yeah, that's like my, a filter. Like my brother, right? Like he, him, and my buddy Dylan were sitting right next to me, and they saw me swiping, and they're like, whoa, whoa, what about that one? I'm like, no, that one's a psychopath. Like, <laughs> like how can you tell? I'm like, I just do. Well, that's ironic because yeah. it's the inverse for when we thought it was a psychopath. And you, with the other there, no, there were a few. I was just like, all right, let's see how this goes. You know, if I match, you know, but <laughs> I shouldn't even be on there, dude. I, I honestly don't care. I'm just waiting for car season. I'm just like, I get a little bored here and there. But, like, the thing is, like, when I work from home, right, it's like I'm on my work computer, so I can't switch and just mess around with whiplash stuff. So I'm like, all right, cool, I'll just, you know, so. Hey, man, you know what? You just got to find yourself either a dope-ass car chick and not, not a, I'm not going to say that. Never mind. <laughs> that one might, you know, you know whatever. But yeah, anyway, no, you find yourself a dope-ass car chick that's legitimately, like, into cars, has her own car. Like, you know, either you find that or B. Get yourself a dope gym chick, you know, that's... I'm leaning more towards a gym chick, though. I mean, we'll see what ends up happening. You never know. But, like, it's just like... Hey, I'll tell you this right now. When you stop looking is when shit happens. Right, and that's kind of like right now. When you're pursuing... that phase, yeah. When you're pursuing, that's when usually shit goes wrong. Because, you know, you're overly actively trying to be like, you know, hey, man, I need to find myself a woman. I'm 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 on Tinder. I'm on Plenty of Fish. I'm on whatever. You're just trying to blah, blah, blah. I mean... I mean, I mean, there's rare cases. Listen, I'm looking for a woman, Chaz. Oh, I'm going to on Grindr. Hey, dudes, if you're listening. Hey, man, you know, it's like, you know, some systems that work. Like, I got a buddy of mine. I really do wonder how well I would do on Grinder, though. I'm just saying, I might get it just to see how many swipes I get. Please do. Hey, man, I've been, I've been, hit, I've been hit on my gay dude, and I just laughed. I was like, damn, I must be pretty good looking. 
<laughs> Even though I'm native, you know, guys, I got this big ass native nose and I got this big old ears, you know. But I'm saying I, people still think I'm attractive. I, I think I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm ugly as fuck, but you know, whatever. You probably like I want that anaconda. You know, um. that's why. That's why I'm into cars, guys. My cars are beautiful. I'm ugly as shit. Wow. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Uh, beauty I mean, the CES is an absolute stunning. Tent. That is a stunning car. We will shoot that soon. Oh my gosh, we definitely need to shoot that soon. I mean, do a little do a little vlog on it. Do a test drive, roll, you know, whatever. I mean, that thing is. I almost don't want to sell it, but I, I, it's got to go. Like, I, my goal is to build the Z, but you know, the CS. I love the car. I'd love to keep it, but it. In the end of the day, I didn't buy it as a keeper. You know, I love my Z. It's like that is my Z06. I'm gonna say this, guys. Out of all the cars I ever owned, my Z06 is by far the most enjoyable car I've ever driven. I know I got a seven-speed manual, Z07 package, whatever you want to call it, whatever these Corvette guys with all their weird packages. It's got like the that. yellow seat belts with the you know, it's silver got the, stitching. It's got the competition seat. It's got the Alcantara suede interior. Got the carbon roof and the transparent roof. It's got the three LZ. I'm be like, dude, it's a chair and some glass. Shut up. And it goes vroom vroom. <laughs> you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I took that Z06 on Crown Rally South. <laughs> this last summer and holy shit i mean through tail of the dragon and devil's triangle out, out out there on the east coast over there i mean dude that car i've i don't think i've ever owned a car that can perform the way it did i mean out of my evos my subarus you're trying to tell even, me you perform chess even the yes man i freaking i perform at a 10 i mean the mark 5 supra <laughs> i mean i mean literally like i made guys like put in perspective, i made i made my fiance sick because we were hitting the corner. On Tail of the Dragon, so on Tail of the Dragon, let's specify that. No, no for yeah. three days. <laughs> on Tail of the Dragon, let's specify. On Tail of the Dragon, like literally, I mean, like we were hitting these corners so fast and so precise. You were hitting it, huh? And, I mean, like we're the talking corners. like 15 mile an hour corners. We're hitting them going like 45, 50, 60 miles an hour, and this thing is just hooking and not sliding out, nothing. I mean, it was. It was the funnest I've ever had a car. I hit 186 in that freaking thing on a straightaway out there. In, in the Mexico. In Mexico. <laughs> let's specify. In yeah, Mexico. specify Mexico or in Germany on the Autobahn. <laughs> I mean, did that you, car. Did you see that guy's getting sued? The guy with the Bugatti? You can get sued. What? For what? So he was. They filmed a video of him doing top speed in the Bugatti. Was it Veyron? Chiron. Was it a Chiron? Yeah, he had two spotters in the Autobahn, and like they want to give him two years in jail. On the Autobahn? Is there a speed limit? There isn't, but tech, I mean, I don't know what they're like, I feel like it's within discretion. Like, if they feel like you're being, like, overly reckless, then I can see it. Well, they filmed it. Because <laughs> so it's like, how, yeah. many, how many cars do they film on the Autobahn out there? Like, I've watched tons of car reviews where they, like, the M5s. I'm I've sure watched, they shut down. Like, I've wa- no, I've watched some of the reviews. They're out in general traffic. They just hit the left lane, and they f- they top out the freaking, yeah, one of the, one of the like, videos I watched in the CS. something? He like 260 at the 29, but he had two spotters. It was 4 a.m. So it was like there's no. Was one. it 4 a.m. too? I didn't. I didn't watch the video. So I don't know. Ah, uh, you feel like that's not gonna stick. I guess we don't know how the laws are over in Europe. I mean, they. Dude, I feel like they're much. Germany. I mean, I feel like they're pretty strict out there because like they have so much leniency. <laughs> so therefore, if you fuck up, you fuck up. <laughs> like there, there's no middle ground like the U.S. You know, you can. You can get out of a 150 mile an hour ticket some way, shape, or form, but you can get out. Of, you can't get out of there. What? 1940s. Yeah, they're, they're a strict country over there. Oh places. shit! Let's not let's not go there. That that that'll probably get us all shot. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be a stuka. Jeez, oh, fucking scary, dude. Um, no, dude, it, dude, they're really tight out there, though. Like, uh, for example, like everybody over here in the states, they want to be like Europe. They want to be socialist, dude. When you look at some of the laws over there in some of those European countries, like they talk about racism here in the states, dude. Over there, when you look at some of the laws, holy shit, dude. dude like, 
like go to Bosnia. Well, not, we're not even gonna talk about the Balkans. Let's just, let's just ignore that. It's like and I, I mean, I've heard like over in EU, and I mean, it's like it's a lot stricter Dude. with like their vehicle laws. I mean, just their laws in general, like it's stricter. But I mean, I guess their laws. Yeah, I mean, I guess out there, I mean, it's like I don't know. I mean, like I would love to live in Europe for like a short period of time just to experience it. But yeah. I don't think I'd want to do it long term. It's, it's, just it's a give and take. Just because yeah. I'm a very very much. Uh, what do you want to care? What do you want? What's my? What's the word? Like I'm very much not a rule follower for the most part. Like I am, but I'm not. And you know, I, I'm just. I like to push my limits, for the most part. You know, like I'm safe about it now. Ever since my I got in a bad accident, but like you know, I'm much safer when it comes to like my driving now. Like I do pretty much know. Like if I'm not on a rally or I'm not on a racetrack, or on some type of a closed event or back roads or something like that. Like I very much drive like a like a fucking grandpa. Dude, you do drive like a grandpa. I was following you the other day. I'm like, is this too? Please, five over something. Uh-huh. No, I mean like you know I'll go to ten over, but you know for the most part, I mean like I just drive like a normal individual because guess what? I mean, no matter what, wherever I'm going, I if I I don't have to be there that bad. Well, here's an important question, Jess. Point. Were you the one driving over here? Dude, what were you doing at those lights? Like, they would be yellow, and I'm like, is she going to go through those lights? I'm like, go, Jess! Like, I had a vein popping in my head. I'm like, are you going to turn? Oh, I deal with some of that with her, too. I mean, sometimes she's... she's I'm, I'm, I'm working on her, man. She's, 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 she's hesitant sometimes, guys. I'm used to having a very much faster car. You have a Tesla now. It's just a long range. Doesn't matter. It's You're still, looking at supers right now in the background. They're going to manual. I mean, this is actually not fun. What is a lot of fun? The podcast? Yeah, dude. I think I should help you do this. Yeah, like, going forward. What, do it regularly? Yeah. I think it'd be fun. I'm looking for a regular, actually. It could be a... Actually, I mean, I, you actually you would be a... Like, we we, we could hearing. draw this into something good, like where we start getting some of our cool car community guys in here and doing interviews with them. And yeah, just get them. a more comfortable chair. I'm sitting on a fucking used chair from the WWE Raw from last week, dude. You know just from Minneapolis, like, school district. <laughs> from <laughs> Minneapolis shit. school. I was about to say There's from the riots that they throw through the window. <laughs> That's a Minneapolis chair. <laughs> That's a riot chair. So it's rusty as hell. They probably hit the mayor over the head with this one. <laughs> <laughs> That's my employee, Paul's chair. He brought that in from his trunk. I don't know for a while. Also, we could sit in the back and eat, maybe eat sometimes, depending that. on you know, customers are coming in. It's like, maybe you shouldn't have said that. You know, sometimes he doesn't like to eat. eat uh, what? What? Said what? It's okay. We cutting. Um, <laughs> But no, it'd be kind of cool to have you on as like a regular. I mean, my goal is to have a lot of my guests as regulars, but. Well, I mean, like, you know, I mean, I. I, I you want to do the, one once a week? <laughs> It'll be interesting. I mean, I, for the most part, have the time. I mean, even if we just did, we made it like a Friday night NutriShop thing where we just come to the shop, set up shop, and, 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 you know, invite some people over for Friday night interviews for car stuff or whatever. I mean, I definitely think like our next one should be, should be Benny and Tony. Benny and Tony? You know, I don't we'll know. This might be a little bit past Tony's bedtime, but, uh. You know, Benny, Benny, I know would be would be a fun one to have. I mean, that dude's knowledgeable as heck about cars. Oh, dude, we were talking to him the other day in the waiting room at JWP while we were waiting for uh for John <coughs> to be ready for us, and he's fun to talk to. Like we were talking about Texas and all that because we're going to TX2K and all that. So, uh, yeah, dude, he's a hoot. I remember like when we were at Agave too; it was a good time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, guys, should I bring the CS to 2K or should I bring the vet? I feel like the CS is faster than my vet currently right now, but it's a tough call because. I put my Z06 up against one of my buddies. He had an E63S. Um, I mean, granted, he only had a Rentec. He had a Rentec Stage Two tune on it. But I mean, I pulled on him. I mean, I pulled on him to like 150, 160, and he was just in Mexico. In Mexico. <laughs> 
you know, and he was like, he was kind of mind boggled that, you know, my basic bolt on Z06, you know, was pulling on him. I mean, dude, I mean, that's Z06. Like, I want to put it up against the CS. I mean, hey, man, guys, like, if you guys like this video or this podcast, Minoxide will do a video of us, uh, the CS versus the Z06 for the CS sells. I'm game. That'd be cool. And I think that'd be a fun one. I'll put my lady in the CS, and I'll hop in the Z06, and we'll see what she does. I just love it when he calls me his lady. <laughs> Fuck. Jesus. All right, you so... You think the uh, heard that? I, yeah. I, want, I may... Ooh, that's a big spike in the volume. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> that definitely picked up. For those of you not in the studio, a.k.a. supplement shop, uh, Chaz just violated the Geneva Convention and intoxicated us all. Protein farts, boys and girls. <laughs> It hasn't hit me yet. He's gonna start waving it towards me in my face. <laughs> yeah, man. Just waft it. Well, hey. throw it back in your fucking Pause. face. <laughs> <laughs> Wish you guys could have seen that. That would have been real weird. Oh, man. Uh, wait till I start adding video to the podcast. That'll be a whole nother animal. Hey, man. So when are you gonna get a GTR, man? You gotta keep up with us. I mean, granted, I think you're a little GTI, honestly, the way it's set up now. Well, dude, I'm small I, enough. I, I can whip through traffic, so that's I mean, kind of where I'm I really at. think, like... Wild power wise, like you can probably keep up with us pretty decently well. I mean, like my, you know, Tony's got a turbo ass. I hit a wall at 150 allegedly. Allegedly, so that's not too bad. I mean, that's pretty quick in Mexico. A little, it's a bit of a wall in Mexico. Oh, yeah. But uh, I mean, you know, if Benny ever gets his car, uh, you know, working correctly, I mean, granted, Benny's car is a drag car. It's not a street car by any means, really. So it's like the Evo. Yeah, I mean, his Evo nine. Like I've last year at Texas two K. I mean, granted, we had a bunch of problems with it, but. When that thing had its couple good runs in where it was gone, that thing was nuts. I mean, Benny's Evo 9, if he can get that thing dialed in, that thing will fucking move. I mean, like, literally, he spun like a U-Haul, baby! That I mean, me moving. and him did a little mini pull with my M5 versus Evo, and he, uh, I mean, he spun all four tires and almost, almost sideswiped me. Like, that's how much, like, he just boosted and just boom. I mean, Grand Texas 2K last year, I mean, like, we had a couple cold nights, I mean, like cold like for us up here it's still sweatshirt weather but for them down there it's cold like it like was 30 like, 40 degrees you're saying no or? like 50 50 which i mean down there essentially when you're we <laughs> we're got, just dreaming of 50 right now it's like what, yeah degrees yeah we're dreaming of 50 50 for them is like is like is like 10 degrees for us it's gonna be 40 tomorrow i'm gonna be out there in my fucking yeah i was like we'll be, you know so it was uh we'll it was streaking. interesting but 50 out there you gotta think most of these cars are 800 horsepower all the way upwards of 2000 right you need 800 to at least play out there you know and that's why I'm I'm not thinking I'm not thinking about bringing the Z06 is because it's like I'm not quite at eight. Oh, that's you good. Know? Just I mean some... I mean I, I would I would hang probably for a, a second against a couple of those guys, but then again, they're one of those guys they're gonna grab like third gear and they're gonna be fucking gone. Right. Where like the CS, just because of how quick it picks up, I'd probably hang to like 130, 140, and then right. they'd come around me. You know, whatever I'm racing, because it's like when I had my M5 down there last year, I mean I, it hang it hung quite well. Right. I mean, I just kept over-boosting. Like, I think I was hitting, like, 34 pounds of boost. <laughs> I ended up figuring out the JB4 was uh, was spiking my boost with the freaking, um, I, I lost the term. Anyways, my freaking M5 just kept going on boost. I had to end up unplugging a couple of adapters and plugging the stock ones back in and running stock boost because I was, I was worried the fucking car was going to, like, blow up. Because, <laughs> I mean, I was 34 pounds, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> like, was, uh-oh. Well, it's like I raced, like, a, like a, like a pretty fast full bolt on upgraded turbo m3 i pulled on him like instantly and then it over boosted and shifted once and then boom he ended up flying by me same thing with the ctsv a hellcat it's just my car was as soon as i unplugged them those uh wastegate adapters and put it put the new one or put the stock ones back then i was able to hang with them 
I mean, I ended up making a video. I made someone's video out there on YouTube. Yeah, that was funny. It, wasn't, it got on 1320, didn't it? Yeah. And then it got on some other guy's video that he was one of the pretty big, like, Texas 2K YouTubers that goes down there. And it's just kind of funny how he said, like, oh, this guy's rolling an M5 cop, <laughs> handing out the gaps. You yeah, know, his AC and, you know, and his AC and ventilated <laughs> seats over here. And I was, like, massaging. And I was like, he's like, that's the way to do it. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it was comfy. It was comfy. I mean, I love M5s, dude. Those things are... I mean, especially the CS. Like, Dude, you know I used to hate Beamers? I, they were dude, I used to fucking hate German cars, period. <laughs> right. No, flat out, dude. I was, like, super all about American muscle cars. Like that. And was now it. he comes in here marching very stiff, like, oh, my God, my BMW is the best. Oh, now it's like, I got, oh, my God, I got my BMW M5, and then I got, like, I got, I got, I got, I got my Z06, like... I got my LS. No, seven-speed manual, driving like a man. I, I got both worlds. You got both worlds, and I, I just eliminated all my German audience. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Auf Wiedersehen. Uh, no, don't worry. We still love the CS. It is a very fast car, very fun. It's okay. I got family in Germany. I get permission. And Austria. I mean, yeah. I took four years of German in high school. How many cookies am I getting? That gives you permission to I mean, talk smack? We to do a four-pack. What are you getting a four-pack of? Oh, guys, by the way, we're getting some crumbled cookies over here. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, just, I know we're talking about you know, yeah. fitness and stuff. Granted... We're oh, starting this challenge right. on Monday, so I'm kind of basically trying to fatten myself up for those for those before photos. So yeah. then when I come, when I win the challenge at the end of the 90 days, I know I'm going to win for it because I want to prove a point to like how you're supposed to do it. It's gonna be so Harris, funny when I kick your ass. You got some challenge. competition with me, even with Jess, because like I can put like I can put some pounds on this woman and make her freaking much much. Jacked and more jacked than she already is. She's ripped, yeah. out, she's ripped out of her mind. You're saying you're gonna pound her? Um, anyways, uh, yeah, maybe tonight. Sure. Jokes aside, um, <laughs> no, dude. Okay, jokes aside, this challenge is freaking going to be insane because we got like Jeff. He like you saw this last round. He put on some serious lean and some. He, he lost some uh, some fattage as well. And then we got O'Garrick. He's gonna be a captain. He's gonna kill that dude. Is an animal. Like a lot of and Mo. He's not a joke either. Um, my funny, dad. I mean, I'm working with Jeff and Mo. <laughs> you're, you, dude, you're working with everybody now. You know, and I'm sure Ryan's gonna come to you at some point. You know, I don't know tips. if it's it's just like it's not gloating by any means, and it's not like I know every answer to every. A lot of these guys also issues. know what they should be doing. It's just you that know? extra push. Like Jeff, he knows what to do. Yeah, and it's like you know, I pretty much am just like I'm like I'm more or less I'm a motivator and maybe try to fill in some gaps that maybe they're stuck on. Because like, like some, an idea some of the biggest thing is like a lot of these guys know what they're supposed to eat. What I want? Yep. Which uh, cookie you want? Chocolate chip. I mean the chocolate chip one's fire. But right, again, like they're chip. so sweet, dude. Like I'm a I love sugar. Like I, I have a I've been, I was a sugar addict. I mean now, that's but I, you're a sweetheart. But I haven't. Been, <laughs> that's <laughs> but it's like sugar. I haven't been eating as much sugar She's as I like, usually no, do. You beat me in the eye with a lemon three oh, months ago. Yes, yeah, 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 that was great. <laughs> but it's like I haven't been eating as much sugar as I usually do. So anytime I grab crumble cookies, I literally get through like a quarter to a half of it, and I almost get sick. Right, like I get over, it's like overly sweet to the point where I'm like, oh, I feel like shit. I mean, they're good, but I'll be honest, I'd rather have my mama's cookies. I mean, oh, you know, I'd rather my mama's cookies. I love my mama. My mama's the one that got me to where I am today. Fuck my dad. Oh. <laughs> Drop it on the podcast. I sound like Eminem when he when people ask him about his dad. It's like, nah, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, no. He sued his mom, dude. My dad he has... sued his mom, too? Yeah, 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 I remember. Oh, yeah. Like 10 million. Uh, I'll kill her. But... You think you could drop a rhyme right now? Uh, fuck no, dude. Well, what, what would your what would your uh, stage name be? It ain't gonna be Lil' Chaz, because you big as fuck. 
I mean, it'd just be Big Chief. Big Chief? You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Like, you know, my name is Big Chief, and then there's obviously the Big Chief in the racing world from Shrewd Outlaws and shit. Like, <clears throat> right, I, right. I actually want to know. Like, I wonder if he's native, because he kind of looks native. But I kind of want to meet him one day and ask him, like, you know, Big Chief, like, where'd you, I mean, are you actually native? Because it's like, I've, a lot of my buddies have been calling me Big Chief for since high school. Right. You know, they're, 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 they call me Chief or Red Man or whatever. And it's kind of been a name that, a nick, little nickname, fun nickname between all my friends that they call me. And like, you know, it's kind of funny, too. Uh, one of my buddies called me that once with around some of my family, like my, uh, my extended family that are very, very hard, much hardcore res natives. And... They thought like they, they kind of took offense to it. They're like, "Oh, aren't you, are you mad about that?" I'm like, "I don't give a fuck." Right. You know, I'm just like, I'm one of the. I mean, I love my Native American culture. Don't get me wrong, love it. But at the end of the day, I mean, like, I don't know. I don't. I got picked on so much as a kid, made fun of for my race. Kind of got used to. I it. ended up making like I ended up like making it a way to more or less not care because right. it's like it's it's is it harming me. Financially, is it harming me emotionally, physically, whatever? If it's not harming me in any of those th- those standpoints, I don't care. Right. It's like it's just a word. Like it's like okay, you call me chief. Oh, you call me red man. Oh, you called me. Don't want to say the other words because we might get in trouble. Right. But whatever. <laughs> it's I don't know. I mean, granted, it's just whatever. But anyways, wonder what the fastest car I've ever owned is though. Like truly the fastest. I mean, the CS is definitely up there. The other M5 comp is definitely up there. The Z06 is up there. I did have an Evo 8 that made like 730 wheel. Powered weight wise, that would be the fastest, I'd imagine. I mean, it was, the trunk was gutted. I mean, the AC was gone. Um, huh? No radio. I mean, no radio, no AC, no trunk. You couldn't listen to the flute while driving? No, couldn't listen to a damn thing. I mean, like, I kind of wish I would have kept that car. I mean, buying this guy is like, I, it was a... It was. I got it for a pretty steal of a deal. I think I paid like twenty four thousand for it, fully built. Really? And yeah, it was a boost and performance built. Stage three. Dude, block. imagine you one of those for that and, price today. Oh yeah, dude, that'd be a steal. And like, well, get this. It only had sixteen thousand miles on it when I Gee, bought it. Oh. You know, so it was a it was a 05 Evo eight. You know, Grant had the standard. Eights have a special spa- uh, special spot in my heart. Evos will always kind of have a special spot in my heart because those are kind of like the first like actual like somewhat fast cars I've got into. So, like, Evos always have a special place in my heart. Like, I've always been tempted to get another one for shits and gigs for fun. I don't know if I'd ever do, like, a high horsepower one, but, like, get one that's, like, around, like, 400, 500 wheel, just something that's fun to just zip around in. That's when they're really fun. It's a four to 500 wheel. Like, that's when they're really, really fun to just drive on a daily basis. They're a blast. Yeah. I mean, they're light, they're quick, they're nimble. But, uh, like, that Evo that I had... I only got to do a couple of pulls in it because, I mean, I, I ended up just selling it because I just didn't want at that point to just put all this extra money into it, like, because I still, it was still running on stock trans and, right. and stock, um, stock diffs. So, like, the stock transfer case, so it's like, I was like, it was basically built for roll racing. It wasn't built for drag racing. It was it was built for strictly roll racing. But right, that car was a fucking blast. Dude. I mean, so it was basically I, stuck across the board, and it's gonna hit the stock atmosphere when it blows up. I get oh, that. Oh, dude, hold on one sec, man. I got I got. I might have some old pictures of it. I think I do. You having old pictures would be a really surprising thing for me because, like, you don't. You're not. Active. Oh, I mean, like, here's my old E63, my old E63 oh, yeah. that I had. I think Smacks. That thing was a lot of fun. Um. So there's my. Oh, yeah, that thing is an absolute... I mean, running full drag radios, carbon hood, carbon trunk. Um, Look at that. Fitment. I mean, like, (laughs) look at the... I mean, had the 
hood dumps going out the hood. Right. 6466 turbo. How long ago did facing. you have that one? It's been two years. Oh, so you might have had a, like, what, Cars and Coffee or something? No, dude, I never took it out. I mean, like, here's really? A, here's a video how it sounds. I don't know if this can hear it. Well, it's gonna destroy everybody's ears. <laughs> yeah, that was an absolute monster. I mean, it was. It was a. Look at how clean it was, though. It's a very clean car. I mean, like, the interior was perfect. Like, this dude wrapped his seats in plastic. And, like, he built the car and never never drove it. Right, right, right. And he lived because he was afraid of it. So is that the one that got away? Essentially, this is the one that got away because, like, <coughs> if I had this right now, I, mean, I probably could have sold it for 40 grand with this market. Probably 50, actually. I mean, look at how clean that interior is. That is a very clean car. I mean, it was, it was perfect. There was no flaw to it whatsoever. The only flaw was the owner, driver mod. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it was... It was dope. I mean, it was it was a fun car. It was probably one of the funnest cars I ever had. So there's my old 500. My old GT okay. 500 that I had. Huh. How long ago oh, did well, you have that one? Small picture. Oh, shoot. That's been since I, I think I had that when I was... Like three years ago? 19. Oh, so even further back. Yeah. <laughs> Looks it, was a, it, was, it was a 2013. There's my, my old big Denali truck. Yeah. That matched. I had that and the 500 at the same time. Okay. So they so, matched. Yeah, so they yeah. matched. So, I mean, it's like... I've had a lot of fun cars. He's getting sentimental on us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do kind of miss the uh, the Evo. Evos were fun. I mean, I, that's why, like, when Benny always talks about getting rid of his Evo... Oh, no, you dropped it, the... It, crack, it cracks me up, because I'm just like, man, he was like, you and me both, we have those little soft spots for Evos. They're just... They're, they're fun Evo cars. Evo 8s in particular for me, man. But I will say this, fuck Subarus. Fuck Subarus. Fuck Subarus. Dude. Austin, who was my first episode, he's probably listening to this right now. He's like, why fuck Subarus? Because <laughs> he has a uh, like 600-ish wheel. Subaru yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, the reason why I like Subarus so much, like, for one, they sound excellent. I mean, they do sound really, really good. I love the way the Subaru sounds. I mean, right. I love that boxer motor rumble. And, I mean, that's why I went and bought a 2020 SDI. You know, I just wanted a fun daily. I miss man driving a manual manual car again. They're awesome in the winter, but it's like, you know, it's just like the amount of money you got to put into that thing to basically be like 500 wheel horsepower is... It's ridiculous. Like, you, it's just such a... It's a... It's a diminishing return. You know, well, it's, it's like the really amount of money... Yeah, it's like the amount of money you put into that. Like, if I were to want to build that SCI that I had, which was 650, If I would have put that exact same amount of money in the Z06 that I have now, I'd have a, I'd have a, over a thousand wheel horsepower. Right. Z. Exactly. Over a thousand versus 650 ish. Right. Like I know. Maybe people, reliable. Maybe not. <laughs> you just never know. I mean, we're talking, you know, like 40, like nowadays, 40, 50k for the stock car. If you're talking like a newer car, and then another 30, 40k just to build it to get it up to six, seven hundred wheel in a Subaru. Whereas if you get like a Corvette. You barely have to do anything to get that thing to a thousand. Yeah, I mean it's just absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. I mean, blower, fuel, upgrade your clutch. I mean, you don't even have to do that. You can just wait till it blows up. You know, but it's like literally just minor, simple, realistically simple things at the end of the or day. Or like for example, like let's look at uh, like granted I have a GTI, but let's look at Golf R's, right? Like you could pick up a used Golf R right now, a decent one for like what around 30? 30, 35, 35 grand right now. Right. If it's throw, like an 18, 35 grand probably. Throw 10K at mods and then you're gapping supercars. Yeah, I mean, you're like 600 wheel. In a, in a oh, dude, dude. There's a guy in my group chat with a Mark 7. Uh, <coughs> I can't remember if it was a GTI or an R. I'm pretty sure it's an R. And uh, he was like 600 wheel. Like in that little thing, 
Dude, you are smoking hurricanes. Well, yeah, like my buddy, my buddy. Like uh, you literally are. Someone had like I think he was getting like nine eights on the quarter miles and that on his own. Oh, like, oh, like my buddy, like one of my crown rally buddies, Mark Rube. <laughs> yeah, he's that's, got that, a, that's yeah. one of the people I'm thinking about. Yeah, he's got a gray golf R. I think it's a 2016 or something like that or 15. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's but he just he just got a big turbo on it now, and I think he's talking like I think right now he's on a conservative two at like 550. But once right. he goes on full E and he turns it up, I mean, he'll be well over 600. And that's his daily. I mean, he's got like 100 and like yeah, 10,000 miles. Yeah, his freaking wheel flew off, dude. Yeah, I mean, he, he drives the shit out of that thing. And that thing, that thing scoots. And, I mean, it hasn't gave him any major issues. And that's kind of why I fell in love with German cars. Was, I mean, like, think of the, well, like, I mean, the Mark V Super is not specifically German, but it pretty much is a fucking BMW. It is a BMW. It's a BMW with a different me. fucking shell. And, I mean, literally, I mean, you throw... Five grand with a mods at a Mark V Supra, you're making like, you're making like, five six hundred wheel, and just gapping everything. Right. Get some of the ECU to Russia though, don't you? Take the new new ones. If oh, you buy a 2020, yeah. you're all good to go. I mean, you buy a 2020, you freaking do, pure 800 turbo, fueling, blah 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 blah. I mean, there's now there's a couple Mark V Supras out there that are making like a thousand. Right, which is just absurd. And yeah. that, they haven't even fully cracked those cars. No, I mean like they What's got. That look? Well, it's like they just started doing the built transes in them and shit, and I think even some of them are doing uh, built top ends. And I mean, I mean, it's funny the, the Mark V Super. I think one of the record holders right now is a woman. Yes, it is. It's a chick, and she just kills it out there. Right. I mean, there's that one FD the you know, Stephen Papadakis. He's he built like the crank and all of the shit in the B58. Yeah, I mean it's 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 ridiculous <laughs> what those cars are capable of. It's. Oh, dude, like, I mean, we're still in the first, like, leg of that, too. Like, there is so much more to crack on those cars. It's ridiculous. Um, I can't wait to see what they do with the C8Z06s. What do you mean? As in twin-turbo kits, pro-charger kits? Because you have to realize they had that, what, the flat-plane crank in there or whatever. It makes, like, what, 670? 674? 680 or something like that? Right, I mean, it's just... <laughs> it's an insane car. I still got this COVID cough going on. I haven't had COVID in what three weeks now, and I still got the lingering cough. Nah, we're not wearing masks, guys. <laughs> um, no, no, no. We're doing this on Zoom. I promise. Um, <laughs> but no, like that's gonna be a crazy car. Depending on how strong that base motor is, I mean, we could be seeing, who knows, four-figure builds, no problem. Oh, I mean, like if if like the biggest issue is obviously gonna be the tuning, because. With those new ECUs and everything like that, I mean, they're fucking bricked like a son of a bitch. So, I mean, it all depends on how fast they can crack them. But, yeah, I mean, as soon as, like, they're fully tunable, you toss, toss a couple of turbos on that sucker and some fuel. I mean, that thing's probably going to be well over a 1,000, just easy. And they're not an ex- insanely heavy car, either. Do you remember what the Zios, new Zios, or the C8s weigh? My best guess is, like, 33. I thought they were, like, around, like, 33 or 3,500. I mean, like, my seat weighs just over 3,300 without me in it. It's a Holy big shit. car, too. Like, I, I've always been surprised with how big the C7s are and how comfortable they are, given that they only weigh 3,300 ish. I always thought, like, you know, they'd be heavy. Because, like, when you look at a GTR, it's, like, 38, 39, I think. Yeah, 4,000. Yeah, damn near it. So, like, <laughs> like that's a pretty big difference because they're both coupes. They're not in small cars. I mean, granted, there's a lot of girth on the GTR, but still, 3,300 on a 2020 or 2019 or whatever C7, that's pretty impressive, I still think. Yeah, I mean, those C8 Z06s, I mean, I would totally drive one, I mean, because imagine the C8, and then now they got the C8 Z06, and that's going to have a wider body on it. Right. 
and it's with that new wide that new, load. Yeah, that new flat plane crank. Oh yeah, I definitely put a wide load sticker on one of those. I mean that thing. I mean for one, it sounds pretty good. All the videos I've heard. I mean it sounds pretty it's cool. It's insane. I mean, granted, for tonight. Do you like pick them up or something? It's like right there. I know, but like when when do you pick them up? I'm thinking about cookies now. Fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. Um, but. <laughs> Oh god, he just Oh no. That's fucking hilarious. That might that whole <laughs> Twenty years from now, you motherfuckers ain't get a scented podcast. <laughs> now we're gonna figure out this how to how to transfer the scent. It's gonna be virtual reality. You're gonna be standing in front of Chaz as he rips ass into the microphone. Oh my oh, god. Dude, out. the chair's wet, bro. It's perspirating. <laughs> Might be my. I got some swass going on, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, so, <laughs> uh, some people from the challenge are gonna be listening to this, this and they're gonna be like, oh "We're listening God. to this idiot." <laughs> which one? Both. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "Which, which, which idiot?" Because, yeah, well, they're listening to all six brain cells on this podcast. Like, oh boy. <laughs> Wait, is this shit live or just pre-recording? I'm pre-recording. Oh, all right, cool. If this is live. You'd, we'd both be banned off the internet by now. <laughs> I was about to say, man, we would instantly have been uh, Facebook police or whatever. <laughs> yeah, we gonna start a World War Three or something like that. I know, it's not coming in my direction, thankfully. No, Jess is over there. Lucky. Oh, oh guys, by the way, it smells like shit. Yes. Would it? Yeah. Uh, hey, man, good. we got this Delta Eight blunt over here. You got, you want to smoke some Delta Eight? <laughs> you might set off the fire alarm though. <laughs> One day. Um, don't damn, do, don't do, do don't do drugs. Don't do drugs, kids. Um, all right, where do we go from that? Because that, that, that's a bit of a deal breaker. <laughs> Wait, which one, the fart or the, the blunt? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> undeveloped. I'm, I'm just trying not to get a, get a whiff of it. All right. Oh, so I think we're good. I think we're good. Um, no, dude, dude, I think this is a solid pot. I mean, we're still going to wait for the cookies. Um, but I, I think this is a good first podcast between me and you. I'm sure we'll do more. We will do more. I mean, this could become a weekly thing for all we know. Who knows? You never know. I mean, we, depending on how you put it out there, how you, mar- how you market this podcast, I mean, people could end up really wanting to do it. I mean, I'd love to even, like, you know, do a podcast where I kind of share, like, my testimony of where I came from because it's, like, right. you know. It'd be funny as hell if you fell out of the chair, like, you just pushed yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. That'd be... I thought I was going to. <laughs> you know, but it'd be kind of cool to kind of share it because it's, like, you know, I didn't, I, I, didn't, I wasn't exactly, like, this, this great person by any means, like, six years ago. Seven right. years ago, you know, I was very much a struggling individual, and you know, we could save that for another podcast and talk about that because yeah. you know, it was, you know, for a while. I mean, realistically, I was probably pretty shamed in the in in the car community and you know, in the state itself, right? You know, for some of the actions I did, and you know, it's like you know, I paid for those actions. I still have a lot of. What's nice too is I really got to find out who my real friends were. Oh yeah, you know, for that's sure. why like. You know, I have a lot of respect and love for, like, say, Tony Yost. Right. You know, I mean, that guy has, you know, defended me and been been behind my my back for years, and he's he's also one that I've learned a lot from. I mean, him and I do, have done a lot of stuff together. You know, he's helped me experience the world and shit like that. That's why Tony and Benny would be a cool next couple ones to get on here because, you know, just, they're, they're just outstanding individuals, especially in the car community. Right. You know, let's really kind of bring that out. You know, I mean, every every goal that Tony has ever set, guess what? He's he's done it. Dude, that dude is a beast. You know, so, you know, I got a lot of love for Tony, and it's like, that dude has literally achieved so much. So, I mean, yeah, he's he's a fucking beast. I mean, Benny and himself, too. I mean, Benny's making moves as well, and it's, you know, we're all, it's all, all we're trying to do. 
and I, I would actually this would be kind of fun to use the podcast to just you know like a benchmark kind of like what Andy Frazella does with with his you know just kind of like you know if, if maybe if you start getting you know questions in from from viewers if it starts to that's grow, the long run goal yeah you know and like you know we can actually expound on some stuff that maybe people are dealing with or struggling with or just flat out want to ask us about stuff or how, how we got to where we were or, or are and I mean that that's what I would love about this and see if it would grow because I mean like when I listened to that first episode I was I, I loved how it was it was the first it, Andy Frisilla episode that you yeah, listened to yeah, yeah I mean it was super cool it was actually I learned quite a bit from it I told and, you motherfucker and you know it was it was it was definitely neat it's definitely a part of my, my morning routine now when I'm coming to right. t- driving to work I got a 30 minute drive to work some of his episodes were only 15 minutes or so they amp you up. They learn a thing or two about a thing or two. Yeah, it makes you kind of think about, like, how can I grow my business? You know, how can I grow in life as a person, an individual? What can I give back to people? And, you know, that's that's kind of where I'm at in life now. It's like, I just, I do love giving back to people. Whether it's, I want to get myself footed in the car community a little bit more, like, whether it's with my business or just in general, you know, kind of helping out with all these, these rallies or, you know, big car shows, big main events with all of our friends that host them and run them. You know, I want to definitely get myself out there a little bit more. It's like I've kind of definitely became more of like a, a small niche group person for a bit. But I'd like to get my name out there more just as a, as a respectful figure that, you know, wants to, for one, be real. And right. Not, and not just like tell some motherfucker what they want to hear, you know, because yeah. I like being blunt. I like being straightforward. I'm kind of an asshole. I can't you, be. You give yourself too little credit there, because like when we were at Top Golf with Alec yesterday, and he, he was saying like how you were being so nice about it, and we're you're like looking over his body scan or whatever, and you're just being like you're just trying to justify it. He's like, no, dude, it all says hi on there. What are you talking about? Like, it's not good. The way he said it was just so funny. And Alec's gonna be one of my next guests here soon too. Oh, definitely, definitely gotta have uh, the owner of Lux over here, man, dude. Luck, uh, Alec is Alec's a pretty good dude, especially with how his story started out with. His entrepreneurship, man. His story's great. Yeah, yeah. He kind of blew my fucking mind when I was. He blew my mind too. I mean, I was like, damn. We let him tell that story, but it's dude, that kid. uh, That kid's a beast. He dude, he is a beast. He had to, he had his struggles though, and he he had a few big fuck ups. But the thing is, is he's still here and he's still going. He's going stronger than ever. And maybe that should be our next episode if we don't do Tony. If Tony, we can't get Tony, man, we get Alec. We get Alec. Yeah. You know, have him come up here on a Friday night with us. And we could literally, I mean, I would be totally cool to have my shop as hosting these these events. We'll get some better chairs in here, nicer, <laughs> nicer chairs so our, my, our fucking ass isn't hurting. And, I'm standing. You know, it's don't like get, a nine to five. You know, guys, Jess over here is, is nice and comfy in the comfy chair with her feet up on my countertop. Just yawn, man. You, know, yeah, you didn't participate much in this one, but we'll get you in on yeah, the, what the, the fuck? next one. Oh, you want me in? <laughs> I want me in. Oh, she's trying to, she's trying to get all sassafras now because she's live or pre-recorded, whatever. <laughs> We'll work something out. We'll, it's gonna get wild, um, but no, dude. I, I actually, I think this would be a cool staple in the in the because I'm trying to get more regular with these. I'd like to do one a week, you know. Uh, and it, it, it was hard there for a while. I mean, arguably, uh, I found out some things about myself that I did not like, so that's why you know I stepped back from certain things. And now we're back stronger than ever. We're gonna be doing some good stuff. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's consistency, dude. That's pretty much all it comes down to. And I'm consistently an idiot, so that works. Hey, you know, <laughs> you and I both, it's like, you know, I'm not the most intelligent individual, but yet I'm I'm here running a business and, and whatnot. And, and, you know, for the most part, when I start, when I got into this, guys, I pretty much 
flew by the seat of my fucking pants. Right. You know, if I didn't, if I didn't know an answer, I reached out to resources that. And that's what it is. Give it's me the answer. And or you know whether I looked it up online or just called different people that I knew that had the resources and the knowledge of it to just kind of help me keep it going. Because exactly. I mean, when I first started this out, I was stressed out like a motherfucker trying to figure out what what I need to do. Dude, it's not easy, especially out the gate. Like I remember when I, I started Whiplash, dude. Like first of all, uh, I made my LLC in August. That's when you're supposed to be releasing dates. Like Crown Rally, historically, I think they, I think in recent years they started dropping them earlier and earlier. But I think last year it was like November or whatever, or October, you know. And then they're sold out. Like my goal was always like, you know, I want to be an option out the gate, right? So when I had to create Whiplash in August, dude, I had to do six months worth of work in six weeks, <sighs> and that was. Dude, I'm telling you, like, when you're trying to book around national events, like, we're talking, like, uh, like our South event, it's taking place during uh, the Country Music Awards. So mm. if you like country, this is the rally for you, but you'll probably hear it in the background. But, like, you know, trying to book around that when an entire city is booked out. For Chicago, the entire city is booked out for a conference. Mm. Trying to work around all of that, dude, it's not easy. So that's what I'm saying. It's, like, it's being resourceful, trying to figure it out and trying to find out a way to do those six months and six weeks. And you know what? At the end of the day, I think we're all idiots. <laughs> I don't think anybody anywhere knows exactly what they're doing. As much as like I like to pretend I do, I think we're all just trying to figure it out. Yeah. I mean, that, that's literally what it is. It's just figuring it out and being resourceful. I mean, it's your failures are what's going to really kind of pick you up and keep you going. You're going to fail, 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 and then one day you're going to get a big succe- success. I'm a professional failure. I should put that on my Tinder, see how many people yeah. have plus. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, it's like, fuck, dude. I mean, like, I have failed. This is multiple times, and it's like, this is my second business, and, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I hate failure, you know, but well, it sucks again, in the moment, but it's, you it's learn. A, it's a motivator in the, in, the, in, the, in the end as well. I mean, you just you figure out, like, all right, what, what did I fuck up? You know, where did I fuck up? How did I fuck up? And then you just like, all right, all right, all right, all right. Well, pick myself up. Let's do it again. Try I mean, again. It, it, it feels as easy as that. Everybody would be wanting to fail. But, no, I mean, that's a valid point. You know, just got to keep doing it. Like, it took a while for me to pick myself up. But we over here, we kicking some ass. We eating some meat sticks and getting some chicken. You know, yeah. that's what it's all about, baby. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Drinking a protein shake. I don't know. Drinking some pre-workout to keep, your, keep yourself Minnesota going. Goodbye. <laughs> you know, it's a long Minnesota goodbye. But I mean, we got our cookies coming. We're gonna enjoy those tomorrow for our last. Uh, what do you mean tomorrow? I'm gonna enjoy them right now. Well, we can enjoy. We can enjoy those tonight. I'll probably have a couple bites of those. Why the fuck not? And uh, yeah, the last hoorah. And then Monday morning. I mean, it's it's grind time. It's grind time, baby. It's, it's grind, it's time. grind time. I mean, I've already. I don't know why I'm trying to sound like Cat Williams right now. I, Cat Williams has been on the back of my mind all week because every time I get in my car. I'm not even gonna do any impersonation. It's not gonna sound good, but <laughs> every time I'm just bitching in my car thinking of Cat Williams. But uh, no, dude, I think uh, let's wrap it up. We've been here an hour and a half. This last hour flew by faster than the first half hour. I'm telling you, like once you get going, dude, it's hard to stop. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you just kind of go off on multiple topics and just kind of figure it out. So that's why it'd be pretty cool once you get more viewers and get questions. You good over there? What are you chuckling about? That's a rough chicken. He has a what? Cat has a raw chicken wing. She's watching a video. Cat eating a raw chicken wing. And that's a broker. And she's broken, guys. All right. <laughs> like a toddler. Like, look at what I found on the phone. Well, man, let's we could wrap it up and let's wrap it up. Hopefully, you guys start to get some more questions in. Get some. Get some. We're gonna kick some ass. Get some viewers in. That said, uh, thanks everybody for coming on and listening. All six of you. 
Yeah, or, or all six million of you. We'll see you one day. But uh, that said, uh, thank you very much. And uh, listen to us on the next one. Yeah, have some good shit.